0: Good morning, everyone. Praise the Lord. Is everyone doing well? In this pandemic, it is good to be doing well, right? And uh, especially on Sunday, to be able to come into the presence of God is a privilege, right? It's a privilege. Today, I wanted to share with you from God's word, faithfulness, be faithful to the very end, as the title of my message for today. Faithfulness is very lacking today in the world. And we need to learn from God's word, how we can be more faithful. Because a few days ago, marriage happened. Some of us have been married for some time And some of us made a lot of promises. And so I think we need to know from God's word, what does the scripture tells us about faithfulness? In today, faithfulness is very lacking in many people's life. And therefore, many times, you know, because of the difficulties that we face, because of the challenges of life, because of ill health not only in relationship but even health even finance many other times and also circumstances and situations they discourage we get discouraged instead of going till the end usually we give up along the way so if we don't learn God's word it is very easy to be discouraged to give up It's a very normal thing, right? Some problem you encounter and then you say, oh, things are not working out. And then you give up. Therefore, Lord Jesus himself exhorted to apostle John. What does the scripture tell us? Let's look at the scripture and then let us try to understand what the Lord wants to speak to us this morning. Revelation chapter 2, verse 10. Do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you, and you will suffer persecution for 10 days. Be faithful even to the point of death, and I will give you life as your victor's crown he said you endure till the end you remain faithful till the end to the point of death then i'll give you crown of victory say i'll give you life life as a crown of victory sorry so the lord promises that he'll give us life This life is a life that is abundance, a life that is peaceful, a life that is joyful. Do you lack a life that is joyful? Do you lack a life that is peaceful? It means this message is for you. This message is for me. Very important. This is the message given to the church in Smyrna. Smyrna is a church in Asia Minor. Some of you may not be aware. It is modern-day Turkey. Apostle, Apostle John, Apostle John, he saw in a vision, so in a letter, saw in a vision, Lord Jesus speaking to him, to the seven churches in Asia Minor. In fact, in the, it's very interesting because here the Lord is speaking to the people in the seven churches what their condition is and he gave them a solution. Telling people problem is easy, but giving solution is the important thing, right? Problem we all have. If someone says, I never have a problem, or we, only our family has a problem, they don't have a problem. They are, not being, they are not being honest. Everyone is going through some problems in life. But how do we overcome? You overcome by worldly way. Fighting, hurting, right? No, people are not fighting with hands. They are fighting you know, in mind. They are fighting in many other ways. But there, there is a lot of fight to solve the problem. But there is another way. That is godly way. If you solve godly way, no one gets hurt. Everyone lives peaceful, joyful. That is very important. So the word of the Lord came. This word to the angel of the church in Smyrna write. These, words, these are the words of him who is the first and the last. Who died and came to life again. Who was the one who, came, who died and came to life again? Lord Jesus. This is his word. He is the first and the last. So here we find Lord Jesus revealing himself to us. Who is the first and the last. For the Greek they call it Alpha and Omega. Because Alpha is the A, B, C, the beginning A, Omega is the N one. If it it is English, A to Z. Americans will say Z, right? (laughs) A to Z. What does it mean? This is human language. God is the one who identified himself as the beginning beginning and the end. And Lord Jesus said, I am the first and the last. I am in control of everything. I, the one who is speaking to you, Lord Jesus said, I am the first and the last. In between anything, I will take control. So those who trust in him, they started to say, okay, what he has to say in between. How many years are there in between for us? 100 years, right? Is there anyone who think of living beyond 150? (laughs) You do not want to live. If you live 150, (laughs) you want to die. There was one grandmother in my neighborhood, in my hometown. Better come. Can you pray for me? What Grandma, what do you want? Pray that I die soon. Why? She's over hundred and she sleep this side. wounds are coming. Sleep this side. wounds are coming. Life is like that. After some time, all of us will die. So say, pray that I die soon. <laughs> Life is like that. It's not permanent. So in between the beginning and the end, what happens in between? Some of us. 100, we spend. Some of us may spend 80, 70. You don't want to spend 150, I'm sure. But during this time, since He's the first and the last, He takes care of everything in between. He's God. Jesus is God. And He said, He knows. He knows what is happening. Very, very interesting. The Lord said, What the believers are going through. He knows. Some people say, we think God doesn't care about us. He doesn't have any concern about us. He doesn't care. But he says he knows. He said like this, I know your afflictions and your poverty, yet you are rich. Okay, this I want to dwell on a few minutes on this. I know your f- afflictions, your poverty, yet you are rich. Let us try to understand. When you are going through afflictions, sufferings, and difficulties, Lord Jesus said, He knows it. He sympathized with you. What you are going through in life, say, No one cares. No one bothers. But Lord Jesus said, I care. I know. In Smyrna, Smyrna was a beautiful trading city, maybe something close to Mumbai. Chennai is a port city in modern-day Turkey the western part right and here there are believers of Lord Jesus sometimes they get persecution they don't want to even give jobs they suffered they became poor because they believe in Lord Jesus simply people are they fire them for from their jobs and things like that so the word came. He, he became poor, but he said, "You are rich. Why? They have the joy from within, because money alone, material things, cannot satisfy a person. They are ready to live. Even if I lose my job, I will always believe in Lord Jesus. This is their faith. Even if I lose my job, even if they fire me, it's okay. They get persecuted. It's fine." with me it's fine with us they said so they said yeah you are actually rich you because you have the joy and the peace some of them later on they will even put them into the animal cage or on um, you know big theater like that they will keep the believers they will release lions you know animals to devour them they say oh no problem <laughs> we have the joy from within this kind of people could never be defeated their joy is from within their joy is not because they have a nice car big houses nothing their joy is from the lord Their joy is from the lord it's not because they have so many things material things but because they have the lord so lord says i know your afflictions The problems that they are going through, I know. And also, I know about the slander of those who say they are Jews and are not. But they are a synagogue of Satan. There are the Jews who fear God. We are the people who fear God. They, They think. But when people really believe in God, because in Smyrna, what happened? under Roman occupation. The Romans forced people to worship the emperor. They say you worship, this is God for you. They built so many famous temples in this Myrna. So many temples they built. They say you worship this living emperor. And they put so many idols, say, you worship this. They force them. So if you don't want to worship, okay, then they persecute you then you go through difficulties. He said he synagogue is a place of a place where Jews, you know, we have Gurudwara Synagogue, right? Church like this, right? The Jews place of worship. They have temple and synagogue. Synagogue is where they learn God's word mostly, the Jews. But he accused them they are a synagogue of Satan. Synagogue of Satan. Yeah, they are not Worshipping God properly. They are doing for outward things. For people to respect them. People to honor them. But they don't have the real heart of worshipping God. You see, the, the word of the Lord came. From Lord Jesus himself. He told them, do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. He said, the devil will put some of you into even prison. But they will test you to test you. How can we know our faithfulness to the Lord? Only when there is a test, isn't it? Whether you're good or not in your studies, you'll come to know when the teacher brings the test, right? Those who studied and those who don't, you can know by testing. A believer's life, whether you are faithful or not, will only be, will only come to know when you are tested. One problem comes can you be still faithful? Once difficulties comes, can you be still faithful? No, many people say, oh, they, when, when, uh, yes, uh, re- uh, marriage happens, maybe <laughs> before yesterday, <laughs> for me, so, they say, okay, will you be with this woman for the rest of your life, in, in joy, in sadness, in poverty, you know, everything, right, difficulties? Yes, I do. But when difficult time comes, as many people, they don't do anymore. That's why even faith in the Lord is like that. When difficult time comes, we'll, can we remain faithful to God? That is the test of your faith. That, that is when your faith is tested. So if there is no test, you don't know who is right, who is good, who is faithful, we don't know faithfulness is so so important where can we find faithfulness uh, at the back also there are a uh, new couple also right <laughs> there is a new couple at the back also yes when difficult time comes that's when that's when you realize you understand Faith, the, your faithfulness will be tested but Lord Jesus said, be faithful even to the point of death. What? Yes, you love the God so much. You love, let's put, let's put our wife. Because yesterday I was teaching. Husbands, love your wives. Okay? As Christ loved the church. What did Christ do for the church when he loved the church? He died for the church. That's why he say be faithful even to the point of death. The one who has died for you has been faithful for you to the point of death. Can you also be faithful to the point of death? Death means the end, doesn't it? How much can you be faithful? Till death. If you die, there is nothing more. He say, even to the point of death, then I give you life as a victor's crown our victory is what we die but there is life forever hallelujah even though i remain faithful to the lord till death, yeah this life will go i told you we live about 100 only here right but we live forever with christ with god He said, therefore be faithful even to the point of death. This is true love. When a person says, no matter what happens, I'm faithful to you. That is marriage, right? On this earth, right? When we say, God, I'm ready, even to the point of death, that is a true believer. When a person, a woman or a a man say, hey, whatever happens, I stand with you. That is true love. When a person says, God, no matter what happens, I still believe you. Even if I'm struggling, even if my ill health, even if I have ill health, my finance collapse, everything collapses. yes, I still believe in you. That is job. <laughs> job in the Bible. That is called faith. So how about you? What is your faith? Are you able to say like that? Those are the people of faith. The people of the world, as soon as things go wrong, hey, you, you do this, they run away. But Jesus he stood up, he went to the cross and he died for his people. He loved them. You see, likewise, just like he loved us, love. Therefore, Apostle Paul, he understood that. He said, Hey, nothing can separate me from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Nakedness, torture, hunger, poverty. Nothing, nothing in this world can ever separate me from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Apostle Paul said, Why? He understood the love of Christ, the love of God that is in Christ. He understood that. Meaning, yes, once we decided to follow God, that is the kind of relationship God wants us to have between Him and us. Likewise, when we set relationship on earth as husband and wife, that is the same thing that God wants us to have. Why? He will give us life. The joy and the peace. So he said, you be faithful till the very end. He told them not to be afraid. Why he is telling them not to be afraid? Because he is with them. Why all these people who, who had gone through problems are able to face And still believe in God because God is with them. When God is with you, you can storm to every situation and circumstances. You just need faith and you need to be faithful. The Lord will make sure that all your problems are wiped away. So, can we be faithful? Prayer is for that. We are praying, oh Lord give me this faith to remain faithful. Remain faithful. So he told them clearly, those who has hear, let them hear. Whoever has hear, ears, let them hear. He said, let them hear. Very important. Apostle Paul, therefore, when he understood, he became very faithful. Till the very end. In 2 Timothy, he told us, he told us, chapter 4, verse 6 to 8, I'm already being poured out like a drink offering and a time for my departure is near. I have fought the good fight. I finished the race. I have kept the faith. When he finished the race on earth, he was about to die. Apostle Paul said, I have kept the faith. Can you also say, I have kept the faith? Or, uh, I, I, I keep Three. <laughs> Out of 10, only 3 I kept, 7 didn't keep. No, I have kept the faith. Till the end. He said, Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness. Ha ha, it's a crown of righteousness. Which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day. He was longing for his appearing. Therefore, do not allow life challenges and difficulties to pull you down. Keep the faith. You will see the miracles of God. If you don't keep your faith, you will see struggling after struggling. There is a curse in that. When we don't have faith, there is curse in that I'll tell you. But when you keep the faith, there is the blessing of God. God never bless those who have who are faithless. No, He never blesses. He blesses those who are faithful. He rewards them with life. So, can we say, God, from today onwards, I want to have faith in you, because you reward people with life. This life, it is called Zoe, in the Bible. Life, a life that is not just life, okay, that we know, but life that is shalom, that is peaceful. A life that is full of hope. A life that is with the heart of never giving up. A life that is hopeful. A life that is peaceful from inside, not depending on things around them, but from the Lord, from the Spirit of God. So the question is, how can we remain faithful till the end, right? That is the question for us today. Then we are done, actually. So how can we remain faithful? Since being faithful is so important, how can we remain faithful? You need to remember a few things. You need to know that actually there is no one faithful on this earth. You need to know first of all. But there is someone who is faithful always. That is God. God will be the Lord will be always faithful. Therefore, you need to look to the Lord. People may disappoint you but keep looking to the Lord. He will never fail you he will remain faithful till the very end okay this is very very important in second timothy chapter 2 verse 13 it says if we are faithless he remains faithful for he cannot disown himself what does it mean god is even when we are faithless he remains faithful he cannot change it is his character his character is that he is faithful his identity, ontological, <laughs> ontology, his identity is that he is a faithful God. Even if we remain faithless, it is his very nature to be faithful so you can look up to God. He will remain faithful to you. And he will help you. If you are all in a journey of faith, oh, I don't know, even though I started my faith journey, I feel like I'm still, I still have a lot of problems. I'm not like clean enough. He'll also help you to sanctify you also. He's so faithful. Once you believe in him, he'll start helping you to live a holy life. In your speech, in your thoughts, in your action and deeds, it will become holy through his help. The scripture tells us like this. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. In other words, look up to the Lord. You don't know anything. You don't know how to be faithful. Look up to the Lord. He's faithful. He'll do it for you. But many other times when we have problem, we just look for someone to blame, right? (laughs) We look for someone to blame. Mm, He has to pay for it. (laughs) She has to pay for it. He looked for someone to blame, right? But no, no, no. Look to the Lord. He said, the Lord himself will sanctify you true and true. Meaning, okay, he changed you. He changed you. Some people want to see me like yesterday, but I have changed. Some people want to still see me like last year, but I have changed. Some people still want to see you like Seven years ago, eight years ago, but you are looking at God, you are studying God's word, you have changed. That is sanctification. You become holy. What? Spirit, soul, and body. Meaning, your thinking, your dreams and visions. Can you control your visions and dreams? No, we keep having nightmares after nightmares, right? But when you surrender to Christ, He will take your spiritual visions and dreams and visions. He will take it and He will control it. He is the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. In between, you don't need to worry. You can put your trust in Him. You can. He will remain faithful. The one who calls you is faithful and He will do it. What do you need to do? Just go to Him. Whenever you face problem, some people are looking for someone to blame. But for you, you go first to God. God, if there is anything that I did wrong, help me to change. And I pray for those who do wrong to me. You please bless them. Change the situation. You started praying, right? But so many people, hey, he must be the one. He's giving call message. You are trying to find out who has done wrong. And more problem arises. It's piling up, right? It's piling up. You cannot solve and you may go somewhere else to solve the problem. I don't want to go there. Okay, I don't want to go there more. God will be faithful. So when to live a holy life, you, as you believe, the Lord is ready to help you to sanct- sanctified life. When you face temptations, God also He will help you again. He is faithful. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 says, there is No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. When you are tempted, he will provide a way out so that you can endure it. Yes. When you face temptation, you say he is faithful. He will provide a way out. That is the faithful God. When you face temptation, he's there. He's ready, ready to help you. So when you confess your sins, you have done so many mistakes, and you go to the Lord for confession. Don't confess to people. Confess first to God, right? So many times we make mistakes, we confess to people, and those people take advantage of us, right? They abuse us, they blackmail us, and they try to control us god never satan is satan has a spirit of no dominating people god is has a spirit of liberating people if someone's trying to control you because of your weaknesses and all they are not from the lord from the lord they help you to be liberated but for satan he's dominating so if we confess our sins, what is God going to do? If we confess our sins, he is faithful and He is in, and just. And he will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. See? If we confess to God, he is faithful. He forgives us. He allows you to start a new life. She doesn't remember anymore. If we confess to someone they wrote down (laughs) so that they can bring back later on right they wrote down in their memory if not some people they keep record of their audio (laughs) some people you know they record audio some people they write down the text date time everything so they can bring back god is not like that as you confess our sins he forgave he is faithful what a wonderful God. So he's faithful not just for today and tomorrow, till the end, till the end. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8 to 9 says, He will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. When Christ comes back to judge the world, to judge the world, people are saying there is no end. But the Bible teaches us that there is end, the second coming of Christ. And at that time, he said, he'll also keep you firm to to the end. God is going to keep you till the end. He is faithful, right? God is faithful, verse 9, who has called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. The one who calls us is faithful. He will do it. That means look up to God. Even if someone discourages you, still look up to God. Don't go by what you see. People who go by what they see are worldly people. People of God are people who go not not by sight, but by faith. We go by faith, not by sight. What? What is going by faith? I believe that God is going to restore everything. I believe that we will live a peaceful joyful life that is faith that is very lacking today right as soon as you face problem uh, because of their family background because of this because of father because of mother because of relatives you know you started blaming how can you live like that you'll live a very miserable life everywhere you go it's like that but faithful men say hey, even if it's like this God will be with us we will overcome we will pray and we'll overcome God is who calls us is faithful. God is the one who gives us life. God is the one who gives me relationship. These are the people that God has given me. So I must take care. I must have faith. But faithless people started blaming everyone. When things go wrong. And they will never live a joyful, peaceful life. Therefore, remember. God is going to take you to the very end. And he will protect you from the evil one. Today so many people are afraid of, you know, uh, <clears throat> black magic, uh, evil spirit, and all this, right? Sorcery, divination. But the Bible tells us, Second Thessalonians three three, he says, Apostle Paul says, But the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. Hallelujah. He said, He'll protect you from the evil one a long time ago I used to be afraid of you know, all these black magic powerful people <laughs> I was, used to be very afraid they, I, I used to think they can do harm and they can do harm like, uh, actually but when we believe in Lord Jesus the Lord is faithful he will stand in you and protect you from the evil one <laughs> after I believe in Lord Jesus I have n- no fear of the Satan anymore I have no fear for Black magic, sorcery, they have no power over me. There was, uh, <clears throat> there was one, one person who was telling me, someone some, did something. Every night she would see the, see the same thing in, in, uh, in the dream. So what do you do? Don't know what to do. <laughs> so we prayed. After that, it stops. And then I told her, you want, do you like it? You want maintenance? <laughs> you want one-time deliverance or maintenance? So maintenance is important, right? So many people, This when there was a website booming, website creation, Okay, we, we, I was also in that. Okay, we created a lot of websites. But without maintenance, it collapsed after some time registration is not done domain is not renewed it's all gone <laughs> maintenance is very important you cannot just build something and not maintain right so if you want maintenance you need to have the spirit of god christ in your life then he will protect you from the evil one he is faithful that's what the scripture tells us so we go we drive out the evil spirit he comes back disturb the person but once they are ready for maintenance Never. It will never come back. It is my own life's experience. After night, after night, I was, I was tormented in my dream. I didn't know what to do. I was born in a Christian family, but I was tormented. <laughs> so I was like, what? I'm a Christian. Why this is happening? No. Even though I was born in a Christian family, I didn't understand what the scripture is about, what this, how the spirit works. I don't know. I don't know how to have faith, we need to learn. We don't know. No one knows. Simply being born in Christian family doesn't make us, you know, it doesn't, you know, we don't grow up like that without learning anything. No, we need to learn. Everyone has to learn. And after I understand this principle, Lord, come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Be the guide of my life. May your spirit come upon me and lead me and guide me. After that, I never have nightmares anymore. Praise the, Praise the Lord. That is something that we experience. This is our own experience. Otherwise, night after night, I don't know whether I was asleep or awake, half asleep, half awake. feel like someone is about to enter the house and they are looking for me. That kind of feeling, you know, is very terrible. But when the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord came upon me, all those are gone and i leave us a free so satan is the one who frighten us you are afraid about your future you're afraid about what will happen our finance satan will bring all kinds of fear god doesn't give us a spirit of fear he gives us a spirit of love power self-confidence some other translations say a sound mind god is the one who gives us a sound mind but satan will bring fear Fear into relationship, fear into finance, every areas of life, Satan will bring fear, and finally you say, hey, let's give up. We cannot be faithful like this. God is not, not those are not from God. You say, as soon as those thoughts, thoughts come, hey, Satan, this is not from the Lord. I do not accept it. I put my trust in the Lord. And the Bible says, Yes, when you, believe, when you receive Christ into your lives, he is a gentleman. A gentleman doesn't come barging into the house. A gentleman has to be invited. Satan, Lord Jesus presented Satan as a thief. Will a thief knock the door? No. A thief will come. If when you are not there, they will break in. They will barge inside your house. You don't need to invite them. But Lord Jesus said, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone opens, I'll come in and dine with them. Meaning, someone who knocks the door is what? A gentleman. Someone who just kick open the door is a thief. A A missionary friend told me there was theft in their house. How did it happen? They used to go out for outreach and preaching outside for a long time. So that particular day when they came back, the door was open. And they found that they were they have taken all the valuables, mobile phones, laptop, all these things are gone. And they found that they even make tea. <laughs> and they have taken out their jacket and put all jacket and take they took a nice jacket from the wardrobe also. They enjoyed. Because what? The thief really knows what is going on in this place. They know when to come. Did they invite them? No. Are they gentlemen? No. But Lord Jesus said, I am knocking at the door. Gentlemen, he will not enter your house without your invitation. If we invite, he will come. But thieves are like that. They come to steal, kill and destroy, to rob us. They still do today. Thieves. But Lord Jesus has to be invited. If we invite, yes, he'll remain faithful to you. If you want faithfulness, look up to the one who is already faithful. Even sometimes you, you try to look up to men of God. Suddenly they have problem, right? But great preachers, they have problem. But if you look up to God, he'll be faithful. Men of God cannot you know, help you to maintain driving out demons, evil spirit. They cannot do for maintenance. But Christ will do maintenance for you throughout your life. Till the end of your life on earth. He will be there for you. So therefore do not be afraid what you are about to suffer, he told them. The believers in Smyrna. The devil will do anything to you. The devil will do anything to test you. But you remain faithful, be faithful, even to the point of death. Lord Jesus was faithful to God the Father till what? Till the point of death. And he wants no less faithfulness from us. He wants the same kind of faithfulness that we remain faithful even to the point of death. And in our relationship also, right? Those, especially those who married and all, God wants that kind of faithfulness to be in our lives. Then we can build. God build that kind of beautiful relationship with us by him being faithful till the very end. Lord Jesus. We don't know God, but true Lord Jesus, who is God the Son, we come to understand what God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit works and operates. True Lord Jesus we come to understand. And therefore, faithfulness. You might have started your journey of faith. Maybe you started five years ago. Maybe ten years ago. Maybe two months ago. Maybe even today. But from today onwards. Remain faithful. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will make you, you know, stand strong. He will give you peace. He will give you joy. So many people. Last time I delivered about a glimpse of heaven. And in the revelation, we find that when we look at the, when we have a glimpse of heaven, we are surprised that people from every nation, every tribe, every people groups are there. (laughs) This God is not just for the people in, you know, uh, Jerusalem. (laughs) holy land, not for the westerner, <laughs> no, 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 not just for that. It's from every tribe, every nation, every people group, they are there. Be there as well by being faithful to the Lord till the very end. And you will say, oh, it is what we have believed. It's true. Today, God wants us, all of us to remain faithful even to the point of death. you said, I will give you life as a victor's crown. Meaning, there is actually no death for the believers. It's just the beginning of eternity. Hallelujah. So, such a bliss, such a joyful life. Uh, our body it decays. Our bodies after some time become unhealthy. Our youthful looks gone, but the one who loves us still remains the same. <laughs> Can people around us who love us also remain the same? That is, it requires faith. He still is faithful, He is still good. But those who don't have faith, their love towards us fades because our health is not good anymore, our finance is not good anymore, but the one above remains faithful. He wants us to have a faithful life on earth. Build a family. Build a relationship of faithfulness. And you always experience the grace of God. The grace of God. And the joy and the peace. This is what my family, our family, (laughs) have experienced. And we see the faithfulness of God. Will you remain faithful? Till the end. God, Lord Jesus wants you to remain faithful. You know why? Because he cares for you. He wants you to have life. Maybe you enjoyed this life, you have everything, but at the end, you have no life. You are facing death. But here, no matter how we live here, but there is life awaiting for us to eternity. That is the hope of all the believers. I hope that all of you can remain faithful till the end so whenever you face challenges whenever you face challenge of being faithful look up to god he is already faithful he has already done amen let's let's pray almighty gracious heavenly father we thank you we praise you and we glorify your name O lord for you are a faithful god And Lord, today you have spoken to us that those who understood your faithfulness cannot help but to fall at at your feet and also to remain faithful. That's exactly happened in the Bible. All the men of faith, they all remain faithful like Apostle Paul. Till the very end, they finish the race faithfully, even if they have to face death persecution, afflictions, sufferings they remain faithful may we also have a church may we also be the church that remains faithful may we be the families that remains united and faithful to the end this is your desire this is what you blessed may we all be that kind of people of God Lord, in there there is blessings, in there there is peace in that kind of atmosphere there is true joy And there is life. Help us if we are not faithful today. Help us to look to you and help us to come closer to you. So that we may remain faithful to the very end as well. Those who are weak, help them that they can start a new journey from today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.